Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water it starts to just taste bland and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just, I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. Hello and welcome to a brand new extra special episode of Tender Loving Cow with your host myself, Pauline, and my darling Kate. Kate and I have decided we cannot not watch the latest in the series of 90 Day Fiancé, which is currently airing, and that it happens to be the original 90 Day Fiancé. As you probably know, our podcast, Tender Loving Care, which is available on all podcasting platforms, there's a new episode each Wednesday. In that episode, we break down a show from the TLC network and the Discovery Plus network, past or present. And then on Fridays, we have a full on Bravo Housewives episode. But in this episode, we cover purely 90 Day Fiancé. So hello, Kate. <laughs> hello hello pauline Woo. Oh, really trying to jazz up these entrances and then not I, going too well <laughs> i think you nail that intro every time i'm always so like oh much. she sounds so good thank you so much thank you so much yes um Kate, there's definitely something we want to address at the top of the show, you and I, yeah. that we've chatted about. So, guys, I am just going to get into this. We're, we're recording this on a Monday night, and um, I just want to talk a little bit about what happened last night in the 90s. It's to do with the 90-day world and Kate and I and things like that. So, um, Kate, we I discussed it a little bit with you over text, but I'm just going to kind of go through what, what happened. Um, and then we will move on, and we will go into the episode, and we'll discuss everything 90-day. Um so yesterday, uh, last night, probably around eight or nine o'clock, I I was on um, Instagram and we follow uh, Cleo from 90 Day Fiancé The Other Way. Um, Cleo is Italian and she's based in London. Um, it was a beautiful photo of her and her cat. She has two cats that we mentioned a lot that we covered when we did 90 Day Fiancé The Other Way. And I scrolled through, uh, it was a couple of slides and it was a photo of her and her cat. And then what continued was three more slides 
um, with a somewhat of a written statement. And I started to read it. And as I went from slide to slide, I got increasingly more worried. It was um, a very final note. Um, it, to me, read as a someone that was about to end their life. I was very, very disturbed reading it. I instantly looked. She had turned off comments um, and it had been posted 59 seconds. Like literally it said 59 seconds a minute beforehand. So I was one of the first people to see it. I saw this and I don't know Cleo, Kate and I don't know Cleo. We've obviously spoken about her a lot, um, but it was someone that was leaving a note that was insinuating they were about to do something that could not be reversed. So I desperately tried to think, what can I do as a stranger on the other side of the world right now? Um, I immediately started to, I put a post on our Instagram and tagged TLC. I tagged um, TLC UK. Um, I tagged Christian, that was her boyfriend. Um, I then decided, I don't know what else, I was, I, I didn't know what to do, but I knew I had to do something. I went through her friend list and I thought, I'm going to go through this and anyone that looks like a friend, I'm just going to message them that I'm worried. Can you please call Cleo? I don't have her number. I don't have anything like that. So I started to go through, there was a lot of celebrities as we all do that we follow. And then people that I knew kind of looked like friends. I did that. There's also cast members. I started to message as well. And I said, I'm very concerned. I don't know Cleo, but can you please read this? And can you please get in touch with her? If you have her number ASAP, it was three o'clock in the morning in England. And that kind of amplified my worry as well, because a 3am thought is not always the greatest. Um, it was a very, very thorough note. So I was updating on the story, nothing more than um, to try and get help, to try and hope that somebody that followers perhaps knows, because we have a lot of the 90 day people that follow us, perhaps someone knows Cleo's number, perhaps someone knows a production member's number. That's what I was thinking from the UK. Um Eventually, I started to get some messages back, um, some from glorious listeners. And thank you so much, everyone um, that reached out, especially people that were speaking about their own experiences. Um, I won't mention names, but, you know, we had a discussion about your experience with this. And thank you so much for reaching out, uh, one of our listeners in particular. And then I was getting messages back from some of her friends. One was like, I don't know her address. Um, another person that reached out was actually Nikki from um, this this season of 90 Day Fiance that we're covering. And Nikki said, oh, I, well, I, I don't want to reveal too much actually, um, but I just for Nikki's privacy and for Cleo's privacy, but um, Nikki wasn't, has been in contact with Cleo. I think they have a friendship. And she said, um, you know, oh, um, I think, uh, I, 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 I think she's, she's, she's fine. What was the post? And what I, I was getting this from a lot of people. And what I had realized has happened is because the first photo was Cleo with her cat. People were just going on and liking it and they hadn't gone through the slides and read the notice. So I said, Nikki, you liked it. And she was like, what? And then I said, you need to go back and read it. And she just goes, I didn't even know it was a slide. I didn't read any of that. I just liked it. So then Nikki actually ended up getting on the phone with Jasmine from this season of 90 Day Fiance as well. And Jasmine had um, Cleo's information. So I won't go into further kind of their personal business and anything that I don't think Nikki, Jasmine or Cleo want us to, to reveal. And I haven't asked them, so I would not discuss their personal business. But we were all um, messaging and um, 
doing anything that we could to try and get someone in touch with Cleo. Of course, we were worried because it was just getting four o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the morning in, in England. I uh, didn't know if she lived alone, didn't know. There was a lot of mixed messages coming through. So, you know, needless to say, um, I it was a really, really horrendous time just with the thought that somebody may be doing something um very very serious and and you couldn't you couldn't fix it I was just trying to fix it and I know a lot of people were as well it's not just me a lot of our cast members a lot of friends and family I'm sure had seen it or it was just such a random time that a lot of people in Europe may have not seen it you know she's family in Italy she's family all over so um I went to bed last night and I just prayed harder than I ever have and I said we're going to wake up tomorrow and Cleo is going to be safe and sound and she is going to be getting the the love and 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 health and care and everything that she needs and so deserves and very very happy that this morning um Cleo did post and she apologized which she didn't need to but she apologized um for her post and said that she was receiving um some health care you can see that on her post um and um you know Cleo is 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 getting the help that she she needs and you know she said that she feels guilty and she feels embarrassed and I wrote on behalf of Kate and I and I said there's nothing ever to be embarrassed about and you're loved you're wanted you're needed and um yeah so the reason I just wanted to kind of explain it all because our Instagram story was kind of filled with it and then one of our listeners which was very right I kind of was going through there's a ton of messages and comments today that I was going through and responding to people and one person very rightly said oh what do you think about you know probably deleting those posts because I deleted I'd, I'd reposted Cleo's mess part of her message last night just to be like this is serious someone needs to get in touch it was not for gratuity it wasn't a, a gratuitous it was putting up there to say this is very serious and I was like absolutely because Cleo had deleted her post so I didn't want that in the ether anymore so went on and deleted it so you won't see anything about that on our Instagram but um I just wanted to say that in our show notes Kate and I will be putting um places that you can reach out to you for help if you if you are if you are feeling any type of hopeless way there are there are always 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 people you can speak to and there is always help that you can seek out and um just be kind to everyone and and we are very very happy that this gorgeous woman um is with us and receiving receiving help so i just wanted to kind of get that out there kate Okay. Thanks for filling me in on all the details. I had heard some of it from you, but thanks for telling me everything. Um, it's true. You never know what someone's going through. You know, it could be someone who really seems to have it all together and you just never know. Um, so yeah, there, there are definitely places you can call that I I'm fairly certain you can text there's numbers to text, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, we'll put that, we'll put that in the description if anyone should ever need it. Yep. Um, and you're yep. all loved and we just all we can ever do is spread as much love and kindness as we can in this world because if we all did that what a bloody wonderful place it would be even more so than it is now so we Absolutely. love you yep we love you cleo and we are going to i'm grateful for nikki as well and jasmine for responding they were very proactive as well um so we are going to get into our episode this week and a little bit of news that guys, I don't know, listeners, Kate, I've not discussed this with you. I don't know if I am so delayed in knowing this. 
do you realize that Big Ed and Liz have completely split up? Uh, if I saw it, I must have just not believed it. Oh, you know what? I did because I saw I did because I saw a photo of her with supposedly her new man. Yeah. They look kind of like their siblings. Siblings. Yeah. <laughs> so, so apparently, but what felt like a hundred years back and forth, TV show after TV show, climbing over hedges and fences, screaming, families hating each other, all of this of cheating, cheating, cheating. They finally got married, right? And they were separated instantly. What was the point of all of it, Kate? What was the point? TV show notoriety? <laughs> I, yeah, I, 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 don't, I didn't think it was going to last, to be honest. I don't I think know, a lot of us did, but no. that, that was certainly very quick. Yeah. Wow. I see so they're apparently completely done. I'm like, I don't even know. I mean, I just can't get over it. But Kate, we are on episode 14. Now, there, how many fucking episodes are they going to be of this show? We're on 14 and none of them have got married yet, apart from Devon that was like a blink of an eye. No one's married. And we're in episode 14. There have to be at least two more regular episodes plus the tell-alls. I think it's going to be like 18 to 20. Great. So I just want to let you know that we will hang on. We will have spent 20 weeks discussing 90 day, this one season of 90 Day Fiancé. They just go on and on. And then the next season of the next spinoff will be on the following weekend. Like yeah. we won't even get a break. No. Um, well, we're so. going to go. Why don't you take us into this episode 14? It's called From This Day Forward. Who do you want to start with? <laughs> Okay, let's start with Rob and Sophie. I always have them first on my list. So Soph and her mom are on their way to the hotel. They're stopping to get lunch. And basically Sophie's mom is wondering out loud how Sophie can put up with Rob's nonsense all the time. Mm -hmm. um, and while they're eating lunch, Rob texts her a photo of a car he wants to get them. And this is the first oh. contact they've had since the fight where he was, you know, being disrespectful to her mom and everything. And she says, he doesn't think he's wrong. He's not going to apologize. This is his way of just changing the subject and hoping that I just move on and don't say anything. And she tells her mom she's right now about 50-50 on marrying Rob. And how long do they have? Like a couple of weeks? A couple of weeks. Yeah. How? Listen. We're not going to waste too much energy going into these two because it is it is cyclical. This is just the same thing going on with them. Rob is 32 years old and sends a message going, look, this is what we could have. I want to, I'm, I get so irate and I'm trying, I do not, unfortunately, my education has failed me. I do not have the vocabulary to express the level of my anger at this guy because he's so sophomoric. He's such a he's such a child with the oh come on, let's be a power couple. Let's be with no idea, comprehension whatsoever it takes to build a credit score, a home, savings, savings, money, reputation, intelligence, hard work, no clue about any of it. So like a 15-year-old. He's sending like Snapchats. Look at this car we could have together. How about you figure out how to speak to another human being and go to a job interview? 
how about we start with that? Yeah, maybe call me and talk this out like an adult mm -hmm. and just own your part in this whole thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm just, just, I'm just, I'm just, go you know home with your mom, please. Go, yeah. Please just go back to, you know what else was really annoying? They went to somewhere called Ingle Wine, which I looked up, which is like a restaurant in Inglewood in California, in near LA, in LA, I guess. And it's a, it specializes in wine and they were both drinking orange juice. That's all I want to say. I, I didn't understand that. I guess it, maybe it's mimosas. I didn't even notice what they're eating. I was just looking at their sandwiches, but <laughs> yeah, it was, that was that scene. Meanwhile, Rob is meeting mm -hmm. his buddies, or were these cast casting people? I don't. I know. Um, he's meeting his buddies at the laundromat. He's like kind of, and even that, he has to boost up as some big thing he's oh, doing. Stop. Like, oh well, she goes running off with her mom. I have stuff to get done, so I'm going to the laundromat. And it's like, yeah, you and every other adult has laundry oh, to do. So embarrassed. I think that's what it is. I'm physically uncomfortable when I watch him because I cringe. I'm embarrassed because he's transparent at what he's trying to be and be a adult be a grown-up but he's an absolute child and it's embarrassing these two friends turn up i mean they literally had dressed themselves to the nines for this camera they i mean it was good so, they, they look really good. good they look really good they look really good they came <laughs> in and they're like oh what's up bro we're just around the corner it's like yeah right you're looking fresh you are looking so good <laughs> and then they tease him about his hair and yeah they just looked incredible it was so fun mm. and I was kind of like, where have these guys been the whole time? Because they had great insight for him. They did mm. not back up his bullshit. I didn't think because he's telling them his whole sob story, you know, um, that she is not on his side. And I get that he is feeling upset about his fiance not taking his side yes. with her with an issue with her family. Yes. But that is that's simplifying all of their issues into this mm -hmm. one little thing. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. he's kind of purposefully leaving out all of the things that he did. Yeah. So it's not the full picture of the whole situation. Um, and so <laughs> he tells the story to them and he kind of says a little bit of what his part was, you know, and then I said, X, Y, Z, and they go, Oh yeah, we know how you are. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I was like, okay, so they at least are, you know, they're not just patting him on the back and saying, yeah, mm -hmm. you're right. You're right. You're right. So, and the juvenile speech that he says, he's like, you know, it's respect, like she's not going to respect me. So I'm not going to, I don't care if it's queen of England, like you don't respect me. I'm not going to respect you. I can't stand that line of thinking. I can't stand that line of speech. They, they, they didn't even know what they're talking about. They couldn't define respect. They don't know what they're talking it's just like something he heard someone say on TV. And so he just repeats it. I, I can't. And that was that was it, right, with them. Yeah, the other good thing I liked that they said was that they, they were questioning him in the way that we always do on the podcast of like, you've been together three years. How are you this clueless about the dynamics in your relationship? Yeah. yeah. And they asked that on camera. And I was like, yes, this mm. is a good side character. Mm. And he's like, because I haven't, I haven't had her mom in my face in my apartment in this past three years. And now I do. So now I know. And I'm just trying to figure out in these next few weeks if it's worth it marrying her. And it's like, dude, you're so, this is so far gone. He's so, you know what? He's so desperate for 
power and control because he's so powerless. He has no yeah. career. He has no money. And that's, he tries to regain power by saying things like, you know what? I, I mean, I, I can still say no all the way up to the, until I'm there, until I'm there, I can still say no. It's like, shut up, you little weak monster. Anyway, um, that was the end of the look. We did see Soph and her mum and then back in the hotel. I will say that's odd. At this point in the season, Kate, and any other seasons that, you know, we see the coming up, we always see spoilers of women in their wedding dresses. We have seen zero. <laughs> Like of them actually, you know how we always see the spoilers yeah. of them like walking down the aisle? We haven't seen that with any of them. Right. And they'll pretend that there's suspense because the bride will be crying in the back room or something. Yeah. But none of that. Yeah, you're right. I hadn't even noticed that, but you're so right. Yep. Not one. Yep. Oh, anyway, so that was those two. I just give it up. These two. I just, I, I honestly think this is going to be the most furio- infuriating one because if they got married at the end, you'd kind of be like, I mean, I guess I did what they wanted to. It's going to be a disaster, but they did. But I don't even think they will. I think it's just going to fade out. And so if you'd be like, I'm just not ready. And then they'll have a fight and an argument and they'll end. Probably. Yeah, they'll go out on a whimper. And that's what the friend said, too, because one of the guys was like, I don't think they're going to go through with it. And the other guy was even more insightful. And he goes, no, I think they're going to go through with it. But Um, Rob is going to be really unhappy and it's just mm going to be a bad choice. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, that was them. Who do you want to go to next, Polly? I'd like to do Nikki, uh, Nikki and Justin. Um, so I have, we have been chatting with some of fans of the pod listeners um, in the chat, um, in our DMs about me not being alone with finding Justin so attractive. I did, Kate, just so you know, on our Instagram account, I did just follow him. I uh, had not followed him before. So uh, he has some, model- some modeling photos on there on his Instagram. Um, definitely still attracted to him. Um He's is some oh boy. <laughs> some of the um the captions that he writes are so they honestly go go and follow him, guys, because some of the stuff he puts on there is like photos from ages ago, not with Nikki and being like, haha, these were great times, not anymore, and stuff like that. It's so funny how to go see it. Um, so I just put my first line is ha ha back in another car with these two. Unfortunately, we're back in another car and poor darling Nikki is miserable again. And they're trying to have a good time. And, um, you know, they're going to go. He, Justin said that he had planned like every single day before she came. And this was going to be a day they were going to go horse riding. So they're going horse riding and Nikki's just crying in the car and she's upset. And it's because she knows in her tummy this is wrong and it's right. not going to work out. And she wants it to work out. Right. And Justin takes this moment to try out his new approach with her that he picked up from his friend at the bar the other week mm. where he's he's putting on this like macho tough guy voice and sort of mm. just yelling at her the things he's done for her and asking mm. her what sh- what she's bringing to the table and learn to be in a healthy relationship learn not thinking all about yourself i made you breakfast I did this. I did that. And Nikki is so frustrated at this point. She pulls out his government name and says, what are you saying, Igor? (laughs) And I was like, oh, and it's true. He is just, 
pulling all this stuff out of his ass of, oh, you're not doing enough. And she makes such a good point. She says, well, you're hosting me. If I was hosting Mm -hmm. you, I'd be making you breakfast and getting Mm -hmm. everything set up. That's just Mm -hmm. how this goes. And she talks he's to us about at straws. He's clutching yeah. at anything, like you say, for this new identity that he thinks is going to work of like, I'm macho man and I'm going to put her in her place. It's not working. <laughs> no, it's not. And then and- what else? They get to the horse stable and have a, a serious talk by mm. the horses. They what, do. How did they get there? I had, they were in the car and then when they were getting out the car, she's crying. That was horrible. And then she's like, and then he's like, he met, I wrote down mirror joke. I can't remember what it was, but I know I laughed. What was his joke? I remember this. I didn't write it down, but it was like, you know what they say? We don't want the mirror in front of you. You want it behind you. Cause if it's in front of you, you can't see her coming or something like oh, that. Like it, it just made no sense. I was, I, I was like it. that meme of the woman with the math around yeah, her yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. trying to understand what the hell he's saying. I loved it. But then he goes, I love this line. He goes, okay, but we only today, we only focus on sweet things. <laughs> we only focus on sweet things. And Nikki's like, okay. So they get there and they, I think they ride the horses. I wasn't paying much attention. Um, And they, remember, they're getting ready to celebrate for their engagement engagement party so then they're by um the horses and they're having a stalk and nicole just looks exhausted she just looks tired and she's like i just want this to work i want i love you and i want to marry you. and once again i am convinced and i still believe they have a great foundation of a friendship but that's not a foundation of friendship that's going to lead to a successful sexual and intimate relationship because he is not on the same path as Nikki and Nikki deserves more and Justin Justin wants something completely different he wants to be I think with multiple women and I think he still wants to play the field a lot and Nikki's like I don't want to do that anymore I'm done so but she says look can we just have a good time and he's like absolutely so they kind of come to that agreement and that was the end of their segment but we did see next week their engagement party and she looks like a fucking 10 she walks in looking like Jessica Rabbit with this like dress with hourglass and then she starts performing which i was not prepared for and i'm really going to enjoy that and justin's eyes were like i mean i'm hoping they at least had a good they banged it out that night they if they didn't bang it out that night then there's no hope there's no hope yeah i think if they were just able to get on the same page sexually i don't want her to have to compromise i know anything in the relationship um which i'm afraid might have to happen Mm. if they were to stay together Mm -hmm. or probably so uh, i don't know but i'm excited Mm -hmm. for next episode too that party is looks entertaining it looks good uh who do you want next i would like clayton and annalee Woo! we are back and we open the scene with them shopping for baby pink chocolate so excited i have not been able to talk about them they open the scene with him clayton and his mum in an animal shop picking up a little hat for baby pink chocolate and it just made me i was thrilled thrilled i could feel your smiles all the way over in texas from california i'm like holly is squealing right now uh yeah i was so happy to see them make an appearance again and i love clothing on animals love, i love as long as they're okay with it as long as they're okay with it exactly and not pushed yeah. into it yes yeah. 
Um, so it's just him and his mum, and then we get we definitely see a very different aside to his mum. I mean, we haven't really honestly seen any of her personality and know nothing about her apart from she lives in a closet. Right. But then this whole car scene, they're coming back from getting things for baby pick a chocolate, and they're in the car, and she's just kind of saying about Annalie, why isn't she at least once a week can she cook something more American? Where are the cheeseburgers? And I just wrote back, right? I wrote that line and I just wrote back in response. So I would have said to her, where's your own place? That's what I wanted to say to her because all well and good. But from what we understand, Clayton pays the bills and Clayton got an apartment and moved his mother into the closet. So you can sit there and talk about his relationship, but you've got all your hoarding shit there. You live in his closet and now you're dictating how his fiance should act, behave and cook. No. And she's just saying, I don't think, you know, in the later on, she's like, I don't think she even wants to learn. You know, there's a real undertone of very unpleasant kind of stuff with this. Really, there truly was because she's just stuck on the fact that she's not, that Annalie isn't speaking enough English. Mm. And now, I, to, to, to her point, I've mentioned that, but I right. mentioned it because Clayton said that they both, to me, and I don't speak fluent Spanish, but to me, you know, he can communicate with her fluently, whether it's amazing Spanish or not, he can communicate with her fluently in Spanish. And he met her on a language app. So I would just presume that then she could speak pretty good English. But then again, I don't know what her level was, but she was learning English. So wow. that's why I expected her to speak. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Cool. Unless it wasn't actually a language learning app. This is just speculation, guys. But what if it wasn't actually a language learning app well, and, it, and it was just some sort of website or something? You just solved it. You just solved it, Kate. So I was so naive. How many <laughs> 90 days have I watched and I didn't pick see my naivete? Unbelievable. Because you're going on TV. Everyone you know is going to see it. Oh, you don't want to say, oh, we met on you know, dorks yeah. who like to game in their room all day.com. Exactly. Day. Exactly. Well, then we get this shock. They're getting back to the house. And I just wrote, 
I'm sorry, three days to wed. I just wrote where, who, how. They are in the room and they're like, well, we only have three days. And Annalise like looks stressed beyond stressed. Her hair's all <sighs> greasy. She's like going, uh, what are we doing? Who's marrying us? Where are we getting everything? Like, have we got food? Have we got... He's like, I don't know. We just figure out when we get there. And they're packing to go to Indiana, apparently. Because where are they? They're in Kentucky. That's it. They're going to, from Kentucky to Indiana, where his sister Brandy lives. And apparently they're getting married in Indiana for some reason. Don't know why there. Maybe that's where he's from. Unclear. Yeah. Um, and they're packing and they've got, we've got three days. Well, what's been done? Where's her dress? Where She's like, have you booked the makeup? Have you booked my hair? And he's like, oh, you do. Yourself. I mean, whatever. And the mothers listened to all of this. It's so weird. I don't know where any of this came from. I didn't know Clayton was this limited. It really didn't. I didn't either. This was so frustrating. I don't see any reason why he couldn't have gotten this all taken care of. I will say I was a little confused why. I don't know. I just feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I feel like if I was her, I might have like looked on Yelp a little bit for Absolutely. a hairdresser, right? Absolutely. And you can translate the page. You can make your appointment on the website. You don't even have to talk to anyone. So that, those couple details, I was like, I feel like I would have done a little Googling, you know, like hey, what else are you doing? I am so confused by her. I cannot put my finger on where, what she really is. I don't get her at all. Me neither, because the previews for next week, we have her you know, partying it up and stuff. And I'm just like, who is she? Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. And we, the whole father thing never resolved. I don't know her personality. I don't know about, does she have siblings? Does she have, does, you don't really know who she is. And the whole language thing, like there's so many questions with her. I don't know what's being hidden, but I honestly, I'm going to start the rumor now. There's a lot that's being hidden with her. There's a lot. I don't know what it is, but there's a lot. Um, I I think she will honestly turn out to be like a lot of people we've seen before. Series will air, excuse me, tells will air, and then we'll find out that she actually was married before and has a kid and they didn't want it brought up on the show. There's, I, I really feel like there's that air to it all. There's something right. going on. And then we'll and see the OnlyFans in six months. There we go. So they're packing up to go. And of course they have to pack up the pigs. So they're, pick, they're packing them up. They get into the car and then her first words to him is, oh, that was so great. I put it on her Instagram. She's like, we're bringing the pigs. <laughs> Pause. She's like, um, duh. <laughs> duh. And then um, they get into the car and she, her first line is, you have fucking dog hair all over your shirt. I'm like, what are you doing? Do you even like him? It doesn't seem that way a lot of the time. It really doesn't. He, she got really the ick. Doesn't. She got the ick hard. Mm. So she makes a point to us that if his mom was in her place, there's no way she would have become fluent in Spanish by now. Mm. And I was like, mm. yeah, probably not. Mm. Mm. Um, and then they drive up there. Was there anything notable on the drive? Um, just that he was being a great dad and was like, "Can you check on baby pig and chocolate?" And she was like, That's "Ugh, I mean, <laughs> unacceptable, Kate. I know." so rude they get to this house that they're renting there that's huge and has yeah. a uh -huh. big indoor pool i was like wow Odd. this is an interesting mm -hmm. house mm. his sister brandy shows up to help them plan things wow wow great wow. Sa great side character she gave great. us 
one thing we love in a side character is when they give us a ton of dirt and insight on the person we've been following, mm. kind of giving mm. us knowledge about them that are confirming things about them that we suspected or things like mm. that. And she definitely does this. She's talking to the camera right away. She's here to play ball. And she was like, of course, I'm here to help my brother. He lives with my mom, for God's sake. And I was like, <laughs> ha, 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 ha. <laughs> so can we funny. please talk about her opening line? Because it reminded me of her, her tone is brilliant. So she arrives and they seem like they're They probably were really close in childhood and maybe drifted a bit. I don't know. But there is a closeness with them. But she he opens the door. He's like, oh, my arch nemesis, my sister. And she's like, shut up. And they hug. And she goes, you left your keys in the trunk and walks past him. And it reminds me of when Margaret Josephs in Real Housewives of New York, Sister Danielle, your husband's in the pool and walk past her. <laughs> What's that tone? It's it that great. same tone of like, hey, dumbass. <laughs> so great. It's great. And so this is another line of hers that I was cackling at. She goes, so... You asked me to find a llama or an alpaca, which is absurd and not possible. But I did try. She really is great. I don't think I think we I they underutilized her. I hope we see her a lot. You're right, Kate. She is I, great. I hope she's running the tell-all instead of Sean. Yeah. And so then she asked them about the officiant thing. Mm -hmm. And of course, is shocked they don't have one. And he's like, oh, well, I, I, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Anyone could do it. Anyone who's there could do it. And she's already sees where this is going. She goes in her confessional. I didn't say anything because I knew he'd ask me and I will not do it. I will leave. I'll pretend I have diarrhea. I will get out of there because I'm not the one doing it. Yeah, absolutely. She's great. They re She goes, so what have you got? You said this was great. She goes, so... Yeah, you're right. I didn't really clock until we're talking about how many great lines Brandy had. Brandy goes, so, all right, we're looking here at what you've got. So, so far for wedding decorations, you said you've got plates. <laughs> she came in ready to show the world her dumbass brother. And he goes, oh, it, it, it's, and flowers, and flowers. I'm like, really? You have flowers? I don't, where is this taking place? Why is it Indiana? I mean, they have to have some some idea of where they must know where it's taking place maybe it's at brandy's house or something that's why they're doing it in indiana yeah that's the thing is the venue booked or is it, the venue a family member's house yeah, it must be someone's must backyard be. that's what i think it is so then they kind of go on and then then and anna lee is just like we'll ask her about the bachelorette party and so she's like yeah uh oh we're just gonna do like a fire back you know bonfire in the backyard whatever and he's like okay and then she's like to the camera actually we're having a stripper that's just going down to his socks but i'm not telling him that i was like what if clayton knew that honey <laughs> and then we see the preview for next week and that stripper oh. i was like no 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 and no <laughs> was he a cop is he gonna be a cop stripper I think he did come in a SWAT. Yeah, he came or in a something. SWAT or a cop or something. And then his dick was just right in Anna Lee's face. It's too, it's just too much. It's just too much. Oh yeah. I can't wait for next week. This couple, it's gonna be a wild time. You have Clayton doing his macho man thing. I'm the boss, and I say no men at this party. Shut yeah. up. All five foot five of them. Yeah. Good luck. Short king. Oh, yeah, short uh short jester okay so we have sam and citra how about that 
Yeah. Uh, I just, re- I don't have a lot of lines, but my first line is the sister's and the dads are in the car to go to Agent Mulder's house. I mean, Sam's dad. <laughs> I I wrote in this, I love Sam's dad. I think he's lovely. Yeah. He's tried to make an effort with the language. He's been very accommodating. He is being warm. Um, non-judgmental. Did, non-judgmental, and all these people usually are. I will say there are two words that I did put in big block capitals. Hmm. Paper plates. Now I'm just I, I mm. perplexing to me. Perplexing. Anyway, they uh <laughs> they go over to um his house and they get food and, and and um Citrus Dad seems very nice and they are getting food and you know the sisters literally I think it was cheese and like macaroni macaroni and cheese and chickens sticks or whatever a chicken i don't know what they're called chicken mashed potatoes mashed potato, yeah grave or something and the, the, they took literally like nothing they took like a tiny tiny amount and sam's dad was like what and they sit down they talk a little bit about the legalization of weed and how it isn't legal in indonesia and it's a very very serious crime and of course because um, citrus dad is a police officer um and then they get to the whole conversation another scene is them sat outside and they get on to the whole thing with the diversion um, and the fact that Sam may be facing jail time, possible jail time. Up to a year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Um, and the conclusion of that was actually pretty, I mean, it was half in and out, but I think it was the dad just saying, well, okay, but uh, you love my daughter or something. It wasn't, it wasn't harsh, right? I can't really remember how it ended. It seemed like they have, um, Herman and Sam have somewhat of a relationship just from talking on the phone Yeah, because Sam tells us he feels so bad disappointing Herman because of all the nice talks they've had and everything. Yeah, And I, yeah, I think Herman said something about that. You love my daughter, but then we see in the previews for next week, Herman, talking to Citra about it if I asked you not to be with him would you leave him sort of that sort of conversation my favorite part of their whole segment honestly was when Herman was lightly critiquing the food by saying oh the food's so different here <laughs> the food that we normally eat has flavor and vegetables <laughs> that was the best so you just eat a lot of potato then <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so good true it's true all right um, you pick whether you want to go into and take us into Gino and Jasmine or Ashley and Manuel. Okay. Uh, Ashley and Manuel. So this is the happiest we've seen Manuel this entire series. He is like a little kid at Disneyland because Ashley surprises him with a trip to Niagara Falls. And apparently this is, been on his bucket list or something he's always wanted to see it and he is so so happy they're having a great time um and she is telling him she hopes that taking him to do things like this will help him to adapt to his new home make him feel like he really lives here and you know enjoy all the things around him and things like that and somehow this ends up being a talk about finances that he brings up mm-hmm. he brings up her spending again mm. and this part made me I so know. mad i know what you're going to say go for it no. 
So she points out that he knew he was moving to the States to move in with her for a full year prior to him coming. And he still did not manage to save even $1 for the move. He has no money. His response and... was, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go, oh, Kate, because I wrote down the same thing. <laughs> yeah. And his reply, all the money is in the United States. Why would I need to bring money there? What are you saying? What are you saying? Listen to yourself. I wrote the exact same line down. Why should I bring money to the U.S.? People still think that America is the streets aligned in gold. They really do. They still believe that. They believe in the American dream. And guys, it's de- guys. guess what? The American dream is dead. <laughs> I am an immigrant. I moved here. I get it. I get this, the thing that we're sold about America, especially someone like California, Los Angeles. Everyone's a movie star. Streets aligned in gold and glitter and everyone gets everything and it's so wealthy and wonderful and no doesn't work like that at all especially if you're an immigrant um yeah that was really that was really hard really it was, hard. A, it was a wild thing to say and it was very revealing she really showed us he did not bring any because that's kind of unclear a lot of times when we are watching these shows it's like okay, they arrived here. How much do they have? Do they have anything in savings? And she yeah. laid it out. She said, you didn't save a single dollar. Wow. Um, and then after this argument, they they make up and they go get sprayed. They do the maid of the mist mm-hmm. thing. Um, and that fixed everything. Ashley oh, says, <laughs> now it's all fine. Ashley says, I feel like this is washing away all the bad energy. And I was like, okay, girl. <laughs> She is some, she's like, you know, and we're both Aquarius or whatever she said. Sorry, I don't remember exactly what she said. She's like, you know, because we're this and this, so we're water signs and blah, blah, blah. So we're all fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. I mean, kook-a-dook. Kook-a-dook. Wow. That sex oh, must be so It must good. be something. It must be. He has, as Bethany Frankel called, um, uh, Tom um, D'Agostino, he must have a a chrome cock. He must have something that is so unbelievable. It's Dick shoots diamonds. That's what she said about um, <laughs> Tom D'Agostino. Because right. why is everyone sleeping with him? And it's like this guy. What is it that his penis is doing to Ashley? I don't so, know. Yeah. It's kind of like Jasmine and Gino when they go. Sure, when you go and do these fun sightseeing things. Things seem nice because you're very happy and there's nothing to be worried about in that moment when you're looking at a beautiful rainbow. Yeah. But please remember all of the other stuff. Like, come on. So uh, we'll see how their wedding goes. Speaking of Gino and Jasmine. Here we go. They're back in Michigan and they're cooking mm-hmm. together. <laughs> now, we remember the last time we saw them cooking uh, when we were in Panama and she was, she's, and I don't, I, I don't have the right utensils. I, I, I don't have the right. Apparently, had the right utensils, and they were chopping Proper up equipment. some popping equipment. Sorry, equipment, equipment. And I put on our Instagram just the most beautiful scene of Jasmine's face deciding whether she wanted to commit a homicide with a like a seven-inch butcher knife in her hand, staring daggers into the Gino, just the back of Gino's head. 
um, because it gets brought up again about the $2,000 she got from Dane for her ass. And she says in the confessional, it's all my fault. It's all my fault. I get it. It's all my fault. Then we get more into what happened with this Gino's ex. So at the first or second season when we met them, we found a disgusting, um, violating thing happened when Gino sent his ex-wife or ex-girlfriend naked photos for some reason that Jasmine had sent him. So Jasmine sent him, which every couple does, and then he had decided to send them to his ex, he claims, to say, oh, look at the hot girl I have now in the state of you, which just says disgusting things about him. And then we find out in this that they start going back and forth about their ex's conversations. You know, this is never going to go well with these two. And we find out, Jasmine tells us in confessional, that this woman blackmailed her. This woman sent these photos, naked photos of her, to her job, which is illegal, by the way. This was not, she's not, you're not allowed to possess so anyway, sent them to a job. She was a teacher, Jasmine, when we met her, and she got fired due to it. And, you know, that kind of makes sense why Gino is so easy to pay for everything for so long. Because she lost her job because of his ex and because of his, what he did. He sent photos of her. Um, and so they're having this conversation in the kitchen and it's awful. And this idiot says, well, did you do anything to provoke her and i understand her anger i felt it boiling in my veins imagine it's like someone coming up to you and punching you around the face and then saying well you probably did something to deserve it though didn't you and those camera people just kept zooming in on that knife i know i know (sighs) So things escalate, obviously, from there. Jasmine is livid, Mm. and she pulls out what she knows will hurt him the most by shouting, I wish I would have fucked Dane before I came here, just like we used to, because at least with him, I know it's going to be good. And with you, I don't know it's going to be good. So I wish I was having sex with him right now, not you, that whole thing. And and he retaliates as well. He's like, my, uh, and my ex, I wish to say my ex is because they were better than you. Oh, gee. They say such, they get such nasty things in when they're fighting. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. At first I was, this scene felt a little clunky to me. At first it was like, mm-hmm. it felt like production was like, okay, you guys already talked this out, but we need footage of you talking about this or something. Like it just felt like. Mm-hmm. I I wasn't quite sure if it organically came about the conversation, but once it got going, it's like, okay, she's not acting here. She's really upset. Yeah. Um, so I don't know it. I have a potentially controversial take here, but do it. It was horrible, horrible, horrendous. Mm -hmm. What Gino did with the nudes. I Mm -hmm. agree. She should have left him then. Absolutely. That was absolutely terrible. And I'm 100% on her side with that. Yes. But having said that, having said that, (laughs) if they are really going to be married and live together and move past Mm -hmm. all of that shit, Mm -hmm. then they have to actually move past it. And she can't just use that as her trump card in every single argument. Just like, just like she told us in the confessional, this situation is her fault. Mm -hmm. She's still close with her ex. How close? Unclear, but close enough that he gave her $2,000 to get this Mm. butt implant thing. 
And if it really is no big deal, then why wouldn't she just have talked to Gino about it at the time? Mm -hmm. Why hide it so long if nothing's wrong with it? Because she knew she shouldn't be doing it. But she's trying to pass it off like, no, it's fine for Dane and I to be friends. He's just my good, generous friend that gave me $2,000 for nothing in return mm. for my butt implants. But it's remember the horrible thing you did. And trust me, <laughs> what he did was way worse. Yeah. But at this point, yeah. you know, you're, you're, you're starting this future together. You yeah. can't keep bringing that up no. in every argument. No, you're completely right. She made her choice. Yeah. So if you yeah. forgive him for that, then you can't keep bringing it up. And then she screams and goes up the stairs, very reminiscent of Goldi and his ex. I can't remember her name anymore. Um, when she was going up the stairs saying, who is against the queen will die. I oh, Larissa. Remember. Larissa, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then she's crying in the bathroom Hopefully the toilet had been flushed. And then Gina's like, I just need to wait, just wait, wait it out with her. Then he goes up and basically they make up. It's just the voicemail, the voice sense of, and then she goes, I'm going to do a voice note today and I'm not going to be friends with him anymore. And she does it. She's like, hi, by the way, you know, I'm getting married. Well, I uh, can't really see you anymore, but anyway, bye. You're an amazing person. I love you so much. I'll talk to you after we're done filming. Um, yeah, exactly. But <laughs> Yeah. And, it was, and then they were fine, by the way, Kate. Fine. They were. And I don't know, Polly, they're it's getting more and more clear to me that this is all part of their role play dynamics. I think it is because they make up and then Gino pleads with her, can we please do baby talk? And Jasmine authoritatively mm. says, No, later. You don't deserve it right now. Mm. He's like, okay. And I'm like, she is his dumb <laughs> hang on though that's interesting what do you mean by baby talk i mean that he wants to like role play like he's the weak little baby and so she's... interesting because do you know i i when you were saying that i was like that's your take you know my take i thought he was talking that's why i instantly thought i thought i actually think what he was trying to say I could be completely wrong is that can we talk about having a baby because he's been on about talking about having a baby. So when he said baby, he's like, can we have baby talk now? Oh, my mind went to that because do you remember Same. when they first, they used to do it all the time. They would do those baby talk voices. They? I don't remember that at all. And she, yeah. And oh. she'd be like, oh man, did you I remember that. I do remember and, that. Okay. And so yeah, it could have been either. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my mind went to this, uh, you know, dirty sex place. But no, that's where mine went. No, instantly okay. I went to that. I was like, oh, baby talk, like blah 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 blah. But then I thought, oh, but hang on, isn't he trying to? Because his whole thing in these past couple of episodes has been like, we need a baby, we need a baby. I, I want didn't... a baby. I want a baby. Okay. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I didn't. I didn't think I would, I wouldn't think he would bring that up when he's trying to make Thank it up to her have. though. Mm. So I think that's the other part that has me questioning that, but yeah. it could be that too. I think it probably was like the baby talk. He's like, cause now we're like, so we can talk like this now. Yeah. yeah. I think that's kind of what he was trying to do, but I, I just listen, I've been in shitty ass relationships, but Jeez, that's exhausting. How long do you put up? You're screaming at each other and saying terrible things, but people think they thrive or they think they thrive in contentious relationships like that it's just awful passion equals romance like passion equals love or 
fighting equals love. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't be able to lay down the horrible things they said to me in the heat of the moment. I'd be like, Hey, remember when we were fighting and you said this really, really, really cutting mean thing. Yeah. Let's talk. It was half an hour later after he had said, I wish, you know what? My exes were better in bed than you. And she's, and she said, I wish I'd had sex with my ex before I came to see you 30 minutes later. Oh, it's all right. Yeah, I don't get that. So I don't know. That's where I'm like, maybe it's just their thing to like, maybe, maybe. I don't know. All right. Right. (laughs) Is that everyone? I think so. Ash Emanuel, Jasmine Gino, Nikki Justin, Rob Sophie. It must be episode 15 next week, guys. We've got to get some of these weddings done. So if if we saw um, Clayton being three days before, they must be getting married next. Excuse me, next episode. But why are we not seeing any? I don't know. We see the bachelorette party, but I would presume they're getting married next episode. Maybe, or it's Hopefully. just a bachelorette. I don't know. Right. But it seems like Sam and C- Citra definitely have a timeline because the dad's there and the sisters are there for the wedding. So mm-hmm. we do see that she, he's going to meet with his um, mother next week to go and talk about um, going into the Islamic faith. Um, I mean, Nicole and Justin, we're going to have the engagement party. Sophie and Rob, I just don't want to see them anymore. Yeah, like, there's, no, there's just no point. There's just no Man. point to watch them. Um, and I don't think we'll see Jasmine and Gino's wedding on this season. It doesn't seem like they're... Yeah. They haven't even spoken about... Yeah. They, they haven't. They just fucked off to Miami the whole time. So I don't think they're planning it. Yeah, it's all very confusing. But guess what, TLC, we can do two more max because yeah. that's another five weeks. Three-part <laughs> reunion, three-part tell-all, and two more. Over another month of these people, we're done. All right, and we're done with this episode. <laughs> so, guys, um, as we said, you can go and find us on Instagram at Tend to Love and Care Podcast. Email us at Tend to Love and Care Pod at gmail.com. We respond to every single email and every single DM you send us. So please feel free to reach out. We absolutely adore hearing from everyone. And wherever you listen, we love hearing from you. So please, please do that. Um, Also, our Patreon, very, very quickly. Patreon supports our podcast. It helps Kate and I do what we do. I mean, some weeks we're doing three episodes, some weeks we're doing four episodes. So Five bucks a month, you can join our Patreon. You go to patreon.com. The link is in the show notes. It's dead easy. It's five bucks a month. You get, if you join right now, you're going to get all of the back catalog. The back catalog of us deep diving into documentaries that we love and we think you'll love. We, it's nothing to the 90-day world, nothing to do with our usual programming. It's documentaries in the weird world and wonderful pop culture, unsolved murders, uns, uh, you know, bizarre deaths um we've got poltergeists we have cults (laughs) we always have our cults we've got so much on there guys you have hours and hours and hours of content right now that you can listen to for just five bucks a month so patreon.com forward slash tender loving care podcast just search for it you'll find it there um and friday of course we have our bravo show all things housewives we have a lot to discuss a lot coming up um and some bravo news so i think that's it kate i think it is thank you all for listening we appreciate you being here tell a friend about the podcast that's a free way that you can help spread the word and help us out and we will talk to you very soon bye-bye bye-bye
Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I am a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.